This week's WWE Raw was a go-home show for Elimination Chamber. Usually that means little of note and little of interest, but this show was an exception. It started with great energy and it carried it through the show, massively helped by this fantastic Brooklyn crowd. The show opened with Becky Lynch thanking Lita for helping her last week especially as she had been a little weirdo to her last year. She added that she'd lost sight about what's important, and that is the WWE Women's Championship. Bailey would come out, and the two of them would get into a war of words. Bianca came out looking stunning, and a triple threat was proposed. If Becky would win, she would then be added to the Elimination Chamber match on Saturday, if Bailey won, she would be added to the Elimination Chamber match on Saturday. But if Bianca won, then neither would be added to the Elimination Chamber match on Saturday. Adam Pearce, like this, made it as our main event. First match was Judgment Day taking on Street Profits with Judgment Day winning. Angelo Dawkins rolled into the middle of the ring, which gave Finn Balor quite a bit of work to do in order to land the coup de grace. Thankfully, he did, and Judgment Day won, and then they started beating up the Street Profits afterwards. Edge and Beth would come down and try and make the save, but Rhea would appear and deal with Beth. We hadn't seen Rhea last week, so it was great to see her back here. Next segment saw Brock and Bobby contract signing, Bobby had a table brought out and put in the entranceway, and he looked awesome sitting there. He looked like a really cool mob boss. I actually thought that could be something quite interesting to explore for his backstage segments, especially if the Hurt Business are going to be reuniting soon. This, of course, ended in a predictable brawl. Next, we got Meechin taking on Piper Niven. Meechin's music sounded a lot louder Went for a bit longer as well. It was really good. Uh, she did lose the match, though. So I really don't know what we're doing with her at the moment. Next, we went to Baron Corbin, who was interrupted as Sami Zayn stormed the ring. There's a 10-minute video all about this segment, all about Sami, all about Cody, all about Roman Reigns, that I've put onto the Wrestling Days YouTube channel. So uh, we're just going to hit the key points here. So Sammy called out Cody. He wanted to know if he believed that Sammy could beat Roman at Elimination Chamber. Cody said he does believe that, but asked if Sammy believes it. Sammy said he does. He just doesn't know if he will. Cody said that he intends to finish his story and Sammy needs to do the same. It's a brilliant segment. It all made sense. And it was great seeing these two in the ring discussing their immediate futures. Backstage, we get Candice asking Nikki why she had been stalking her. And Nikki just stared and laughed. It's an interesting presentation, this for Nikki. I don't mind it at all. Then we went to Baron Corbin again, who was upset at being interrupted and being interrupted by Sami Zayn. He said Sami won't beat Roman. And he said that Cody is just a joke, just like his dad was a joke. Now, Cody was in the background by this point. He overheard this, and we got an immediate brawl. 
They brawled out into the arena. This was really fun. Uh, this turned into a match, and Cody won. I think this segment really shows the pacing of the show and how it was different to usual. Uh, next, we got the women, Asuka, Carmella, and Nikki, taking on Liv, Natalia, and Raquel. Of course, all of these women are going to be involved in the Elimination Chamber uh, match on Saturday. So Harmony wasn't really expected here, and nor did we get it. It ends with Asuka attacking everyone, including her own team, and getting Liv in an armbar for a submission win. Now, Liv sold this really well. She was screaming her head off. It really made the move, and Asuka looked like a monster. There's maximum respect for this. It's also around this time that we got maximum male models approaching Otis and uh, giving him a card. This was a fun segment. There wasn't much to it. Uh, Otis was eating a hot dog. There was uh, some mustard that ended up getting squirted onto Mansoir. Uh, Chad Gable thought that they were trying to recruit him. I actually did not mind this at all. Um, this was actually pretty good. Like They can normally do really bad comedy. Honestly, I was not against this. I'm definitely down for seeing more as they try to recruit Otis. Then we got Bronson Reed uh, beating Mustafa Ali. I must admit, this was a bit of a nothing match, but uh, not a bad little showcase, I suppose, for both of these guys. Next, we get Miz TV with Seth and Seth's boots were the talk of the wrestling world. Now, I've not seen these, but people are telling me that these were trending and they were like all over social media. Uh, you can get these boots. Apparently they're, I've read somewhere around the $500 mark. They're on stock X for like thousands of dollars. So I don't know, but they are like nothing I've ever seen before. Uh, Miz asks Seth why he doesn't discuss Logan. And Seth talks about how he doesn't respect him. This is his life wrestling. He's dreamed of this his whole life. He dreams of WrestleMania. But Logan is only here to get rich and famous. Now, I must admit, that's how I feel about Logan and celebrities coming into WWE. And so, you know, the wrestlers deserve those spots on the big cards. And so there's really nothing here that I disagree uh, with Seth on. And to be honest, it didn't feel like the crowd did either. They made their feelings very well known. They love Seth. There was booze for Logan. Um, the only thing I would say is it does feel like they're going to give Logan the opportunity to respond to these comments. I would imagine Logan will show pictures of when he was a kid and he's probably got figures and posters on the wall and stuff along those lines. Doesn't escape the fact that he's not there week in, week out. Doesn't escape the fact he only shows up for the big shows or like some of the kind of go-home episodes of Raw. Um, but I do expect, obviously, Logan to uh, fire back, stand up for himself, try and prove uh, Seth's comments wrong. And I do think at the end of their uh, almost certain WrestleMania match at this point, I do expect there to be like an acknowledgement, a handshake or something by Seth. So even though I'm agreeing with these comments now, I think WWE are going to work hard to uh, try and disprove them. This, of course, by the way, would turn into a brawl, this segment. Uh, Austin Theory would attack as well. He would attack Seth. Uh, Seth would be uh, laid out here. Miz, in the process, would get laid out as well. Uh, backstage, we would see Cedric and Shelton talking to MVP. 
as Boogs would talk to Elias, kind of teasing maybe a future tag team. This uh, meant Boogs was going to head to the ring. He had a match scheduled with Miz. Miz had just been laid out during that segment. He demanded that this match not go ahead, but of course it did. It does. And Boogs showed off incredible strength and won comfortably. Uh, absolutely incredible. If they book Rick Boogs right, he can be a future world champion. I just don't know that putting him in a tag team with Elias and Boogsing out is the right way forward, but it's early in his career, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, Chelsea Green was backstage. She wanted in the triple threat, but Adam Pearce just walked off. And then we go to the main event. Uh, Damage Control tried to interfere, but the women's locker room come out to stop them. The end result is that Bianca wins, meaning that neither Bailey or Becky get added to the chamber match. Big surprise there was no Trish or Lita here, as they had been rumoured. Just wondering if we might see them on Friday when SmackDown is in Montreal. Final thing worth pointing out was that Bray Wyatt Fan 24 spotted this he's coming for you message. Uh, this was during a WWE shop advert. A few people have said that they've seen them before recently, so it is worth just keeping an eye out. Overall, I would say this is a 7.5. It was well above my expectation for a go-home episode of Raw.